When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHGO Cubs post-game show podcast. It's a Friday afternoon. The sun is out in beautiful Chicago. The Cubs were red hot and they were cooled off by the Atlanta Braves, the best team in baseball, best record in baseball, Atlanta, and they played like it today. Luke Stuckmeyer, Cody Del Mendo. Uh, Craig in the chat has already joined and said very uninspired. Yeah, that was not... Uh, that did not continue the vibes for very long, Cody. For three innings, I think we got it. Yeah, for three innings, good vibes. Good vibes. You know, the rest of the way, n- n- not so much. Credit to Max Free, man. Uh, we were hoping there'd be some rust. No Dude rust. didn't look like he had any rust. No. Uh, man, I I think we, we got a taste of where the Cubs are at, and we got a taste of where the Braves are at, right? Like, yes. We know the Cubs are a team that – when all when they're clicking on all cylinders, I think they can compete with anyone. But they're just not. They don't consistently do that. They haven't consistently done that all year. That's why they're two games above 500. The Atlanta Braves are the best team in baseball. I think Boog said it best on the broadcast when he said something along the lines of Brian Snicker is rolling out the same lineup every single day. They know exactly where he knows where to put. Uh, he knows exactly where to put everyone in that lineup every single day. I mean, it's in the sa- same spot. And that's when you ha- what happens when you have an MVP candidate in Acuna. Austin Riley might as well be an MVP candidate. He was last year. Olsen one has as he. If it's not Otani, he is the he has the most homers in baseball. Like their number nine hitter won the Rookie of the Year for the National League last year. They are they're, they're a rocket ship, man. Like they. If, if they're not in the World Series this year, I'll and, be surprised. And they just got Max Freed back after yeah. coming off the 60-day injured list yeah. with a forearm issue. I mean, the offense, the lineup he put out today, every player in the lineup had double-digit home runs. Yeah. Think about that. I think they might lead baseball in home runs. I'm not sure. If, they but do, I wouldn't be surprised and they lead, the they, nas- they lead the National League in home runs. Um, I believe – Runs scored since the All-Star break. Think of how, how the Cubs have pounded pitching since the All-Star break and have just been rolling. They scored more runs than the Cubs have. Mm-hmm. The Cubs just scored 20 in a game, 15. You know, like, they're putting up huge numbers, averaging almost 12 a game in that series against the Reds, and the Braves have still scored more runs since yeah. the All-Star break because they are legit. Yeah, and, that, legit. And, that's, and that's all I'm saying. I, I, I always say this, when, when, you, when the Cubs lose a game like this, it doesn't hurt as bad as if you lose 3-1 to one or 3-2, to two, something close, and you can look back in hindsight at managerial decisions or whatever, but it's like Kyle Hendricks was perfect for three innings, and then the second time through the lineup, the Braves teed off on him. Also, Hendricks definitely, you know, he started having a, more mistakes, and that's why I said in pregame that – some of that pressure of having to be perfect 
would be relieved off Kyle Hendricks if the Cubs were able to score early. And they just – they had no chance up there against Max Freed today. They, he, he just – he shoved it down their throats. Cubs didn't get their first hit till the fourth inning, I want to say. It was Cody Bellinger. Got, hit a ground ball up the middle. Like, <laughs> I don't even know. I, I bet I could count how many fly balls the Cubs hit on one hand. Like, it's – it's just – ugh. But it's just one game. And still got two more. And I know no one feels any confidence about winning the next two, let alone one of the next two. But, you know, that's why we play the game, find out, see what happens. And I think for the Cubs to even win these next two, they the pitching obviously has to be better, but obviously the offense has to be better. And I just felt like there were a lot of uncompetitive at-bats today as well. You know, but I don't. I don't. Uh, but I, I would I give more credit ag- to Freed. Than yeah, I don't else. really hold it against him because of the way they've been playing. Yeah. Um, I said before the game, so it's not second guessing. I didn't love the lineup defensively, but offensively, I didn't really have a problem with it. Um, you know, this this is a good team, and I. This I is saw a good some, game that they sat the, Nico. Honestly, yeah, so, it is. Yeah. Somebody in the chat um, was saying. I think it was Brennan was saying, yeah, Hendricks needs to be gone at the end of next season. And I, hello to everybody in the chat, including Brennan. I, I, I disagree with that only because Hendricks has been pretty good. Like, you're not expecting Kyle Hendricks to be the ace of old, the guy that pitched Game 7 of the World Series. He's in a different place in his career. Yeah. And what he has given the Cubs since he's come back is more than you could really expect, in my opinion. In 11 of the 13 games he's pitched in this year, not including today, he had given up three runs or less. What more could you want from these days from a starting pitcher, from a guy who really should be like your fifth starter in your rotation, a four or a five, okay? Mm-hmm. So to me, if he can deliver that on a consistent basis as a four or five, even next year, I'm okay with that. Now, I know you have to have depth to back that up because he's older and he's more likely to get injured potentially because he's older and his body's a little more broken down. But today he wasn't able to hold the Braves to three runs or less. And, and that's why I said going into this, Kyle Hendricks was the key to this game. Kyle's the key to this game because when he's just off just a little bit, just a little bit, the results can be drastic. He has an ERA for his career, probably now over seven against the Atlanta Braves. Mm-hmm. He is very prone to a bunch of home runs when things are off, right? Like, Kyle, you usually know pretty quickly. Now, in this case, the funny part is he went nine up, nine down. But they saw him once. They made adjustments, and he made mistakes, and they made him pay. Yeah. Seven runs in that fourth inning, and... Uh, super chat from Brennan. Thank you. Cheers to a win tomorrow, boys. Thank you. Appreciate it. And uh, always welcome your comments. Just the I first think there's one some just... Braves fans in the chat, too. Uh, big of y'all to, you know, come in here and, and yeah. give us more views. I That's okay. It, yeah, we appreciate it. Um, uh, I wouldn't say the Braves are our, our hardcore r- yeah, rival I'd, of the Cubs. Yeah, I mean, I... But <laughs> a- anyway, I just... Congrats on getting rid I'm, of Chip I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not done with Kyle Hendricks in a Cubs uniform. I'm glad he wasn't traded at the deadline. Yep. I'm glad he's the carryover, although now they have two in Jamer from the 2016 World Series champion team. But I still think he has value. I just think you're, you shouldn't be 
looking at him as a one or a two or a three in your rotation. And today was not his day. And you knew about it right away. The flip side is Hayden Wesneski came in and got the job done. He looked good. Yeah, for his three innings. He gave up the homer to Riley, but other than that, he looked pretty one good. Home, one home run. like I mean, One run, yeah. He allowed you to get all the way to Barnhart yeah. and the not one, burn the bullpen. The one pro is that they really didn't burn much of the like any high leverage arms. I thought uh, Quas came in and, and had a nice inning. Uh, got a ground ball to, to end the inning on a double play. I think he walked a guy and allowed a hit, but then got the double play ball he needed. I, and I'm intrigued about him. Obviously, I think the Cubs are going to st- they're going to start him out using some using him in uh, you know low leverage spots. But if if he you know does well in those, I think mm-hmm. he could potentially get more high leverage spots before the end of the year. At least that's what I hope. Because why else would you trade Nelson Velasquez for someone to just be a low leverage reliever? But yeah, Wesneski, back to him. You know, I, I thought he looked good. Uh, got some ground balls. And you went through the same lineup Kyle Hendricks went through. And uh, we were kind of talking on the couch, like, is this guy, guy going to this, <laughs> get an opportunity? Is this guy going to get an opportunity, you know, to be back in the rotation again before the end of the year? Or is he someone that's locked into being in the rotation next year? And listen, it's – it's been a rookie season for him. Like, I remember so many people so hyped about him coming out of spring. And, like, I get it. He was great in the spring. He looked electric in the spring. Uh, but, obviously, you know, spring's different than real games. And you saw good and you saw bad. When I think about him as a starter, the good, I, could, I just think back to that start he had against the Marlins, I believe, I believe like, beginning of May. It was a really good start. Um, yeah, and he's also had bad starts. But out of the bullpen, he's been pretty good overall. There's not a lot to complain about him out of the bullpen. So I think the rest of this year and that, you know, I'd, I'd like to see him, you know, in games that, especially since games that, that matter moving forward here, I'd like to see him in more than just like a mop-up duty out of the bullpen. But, you know, maybe be like what Keegan Thompson was last year and be that multi-inning guy in the middle if, you know, one of your starters is unable to, you know, give you six or seven innings if if he can be that the rest of this year i think that there that there's reason for optimism for the bullpen and you know we've we've talked a lot about lighter and and merriweather and alzale and you know some of these other guys but his role and if he's going to be in the bullpen to me is is crucial because i do think that they need someone who can do multiple multiple innings but in higher leverage. And so they, they've basically been using him more so in, you know, mop-up duty or, you know, he came in for steal and steal start. But the Cubs were up a ton of runs in that start, right? right? Like, I, I'd like to see him in a multi-inning role with, like, a one- or two-run lead or even if it's one or two runs down or something like that. I know the situation isn't exactly that right now because – you know, we still don't know who's going to be the starter tomorrow. Obviously, today you're down eight to nothing. You got it. You don't want to use all your high leverage arms in a game like this. But to me, like I think his like his best value they could get out of him if he's going to come out of the bullpen is something like what Keegan Thompson was doing for the Cubs last season. And so, yeah, it was great to see him give three solid innings and mop up duty and continue to build some confidence because I. I think for young players like him, confidence is so key. Agreed. So, 
Yeah, him, him, and uh, he's probably the biggest good thing out of out of this barn burner, as one might say, which wasn't a barn burner, but that's the joke. <laughs> yeah, and the uh, the chat is debating back and forth about whether Kyle Hendricks is the second best starter. He's not. He's not. They're not. I'm not saying he isn't pitching as well as their second starter. He's not. If you consider the whole season that Strowman's had, mm-hmm. he, or the whole season that Steele's had, he's not. But that's what I'm saying. He's pitched better than they could have expected because they expected nothing out of him. They didn't even know if he was going to pitch. So I'm okay with that if you're considering him as a back-end starter when you're building your team this offseason. Some of the pitchers haven't performed to the level you've wanted them to perform this season. That's not Kyle Hendricks' fault. Right. He's still your four or five. I think – I I still think Stroh is your second best starter. I know he's been struggling. I agree. And I know he's on the injured list now, and a lot of y'all just want to be done with him. And I think Tyone is better than what he has pitched. Yeah. I think he's a better pitcher than what we've seen. I would still put Stroman number two, and then it's just like kind of a toss-up with Hendricks and and Tyone number three because we've seen Tyone be pretty good of late. On pregame show, I said last night he was kind of a roller coaster, but he still only managed to give up two runs in his – what five or six innings he pitched and you're hoping that he continues this role that he's on now up into the end of the year because that matters um but yeah like they they need considering stroman on the the injured list now they, they really are relying a little bit more on kyle hendricks and, and tyone to be good and again if if we if if i had the opportunity to throw kyle hendricks back out there tomorrow in the in the in against the Braves or whoever, in a game that the Cubs really need, yeah, I would still throw him out there. To me, again though, he pitches, he pitches a lot better when he when he gets that early lead. Like if if you if he was put in a situation today where the I felt like the only way he was going to be able to go deep was if there just wasn't all this pressure on him to be perfect. And he was literally perfect for three innings. For three innings. And then, but the Cubs couldn't do anything I feel like if he would have got a little bit of a lead there would have been it it would have been a a much better outing for him and I don't know I I, there's no numbers that explain that but I just feel like he when when you get him a lead he's a guy that goes out there pounds the edges of the strike zone and gets those ground ball outs and can you can ride for five or six innings so but at the same time it doesn't to me. It honestly doesn't even matter who the hell the Cubs throw out there as a pitcher. This Braves lineup is elite. Why? I mean, you could have thrown out Justin <laughs> Steele and might have had the same result. I mean, yeah. uh, Lion Man is saying Hendricks has pitched well this season. Uh, he's talking about his ERA. That's what I'm saying. Eleven of th- eleven of his thirteen starts coming into this, he allowed three runs or less. Yeah, it's a good game. Yeah. Uh, it, those might not all be great games, but he, if, when you're allowing three runs or less you're keeping your team in the game enough that they could win it. Yeah. Okay, and that's all I'm looking for, especially – that's all I'm looking for out of any starter, to be honest with you. Yeah. But it's definitely the back end of your rotation. And so that's why I'm not, I'm not all down on Kyle Hendricks after one bad game against uh, a lineup that could crush any pitcher if they get it going. Um Baseball Junkie, Super Chat, 5 bucks. CHGO Cubs post gaming as a way of life regardless of the outcome. Luke Cody deserves substantial and life-changing raises in, in pay. 
Well, now that's the he nicest. He'll call one. the boss. That's the nicest. I give you one. Jake's number. You can call him and tell him that I deserve a raise. I'll Me too. Call the boss. Should we give <laughs> out his phone too. number on the show? No, probably not. Uh, no, the chat's always good. Uh, we have a good time, whether we win or lose. There's no beer bat today. Cody won't be chugging any beer. Uh, Brennan says, yes, Javier Assad's getting the start tomorrow. We'll talk about that in just a few minutes in the next segment. We do want to update uh, sort of the studio surroundings, what's going on. Ryan Herrera hopefully will be joining us from beautiful historic Wrigley Field with a report from the press box once it gets done working over the clubhouse. Uh, an update from right here in our West Loop studios. Naked Man is not out on the deck, but now we have Bikini Girl two balconies below so that's the first time we've seen Bikini Girl. The, the sun tanning continues on the iron balconies across the street. Um, that's breaking news, guys. Breaking news. That's right. <laughs> Naked Guy has been replaced by Bikini, Bikini Girl. Girl. So, I considered going out and saying hello, but I was. We had a show but then I was movie. like, we have a show to do, though. So, you know, big of me to come do the show and talk to all you guys. Credit to me. Barb says she's just glad <laughs> Cody isn't angry. He's a raging bull. I'm. I, listen, like I said, uh, when you lose like this, when you when it's a blowout, it's a lot easier to take than it is when you lose like three to two or you know one run games because it's just a lot. E- it's a lot easier to look at things in hindsight and how you could have won the game. This game was pretty simple. Hendricks was great for three innings, and then the Braves' offense acted like what the Braves offense has been all season. Yeah. Like, I, And the Cubs offense was completely shut down by Max Freed. Max Freed, when healthy, is one of the best pitchers in the game. Like, I, I, this, I, I, I firmly believe the Cubs are on their way up, and next year they should have a team that I don't know if it'll be as good as this Braves team, but they should, with the prospects that I got coming up, with the money they can spend this offseason, they, they can make this roster better and a lot more – elite next year or going into next year but we know what this like we as we've talked about all season like we know what this team is it's uh you know if if this happens if this happens then they'll have a chance to win games they'll have a chance to make the playoffs there's just a lot of questions with this team and sure yeah like they've played well of late and so this one kind of hurts just because you have been playing well of late but I mean, we all we know the Braves are World Series contenders, and the Cubs are like, if we get in the playoffs, we'll just be happy about that. And so, should the expectations be higher next year? Yeah, absolutely, should be higher next year, no matter if they make the playoffs or not. That's that's the way I look at it. But this Braves team, they've had the same core for a handful of years. They got an MVP candidate. Like he's probably Acuna is probably going to win NL MVP this year. They on top of Olson and Riley and Albies. And all these other guys on top of Spencer Strider leading the league in strikeouts. Now they get Max Friedback. This team's stacked, man. Like, I, I don't know. If they aren't one of the final four teams left when it's all said and done, I will be shocked. Yeah. If they aren't in, at least in the NLCS, I'll just be the funny stuff happens in baseball but if they don't make it to the nlcs it'd be a right. huge failure for that franchise absolutely for me if they if they don't win the world series they're probably considering it a failure probably because they, that's the type of team they've built they've been 
I mean, the Rays, they, the way the Rays started the year when in like what starting the year, like 30 and nine or whatever it was, right. They stole the show of like who the best team in the league was the first couple months. But the Atlanta Braves have just they've been right there consistently all year as one of the best teams are running away at the NL East, the division that was favored by the Mets to win. And they haven't let up. They 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 got a great squad. Now baseball is baseball, and that just because I'm saying all these good things about the Braves doesn't mean that I'm not bothered by the fact that the Cubs got lost eight to zero. Right. I guess my expectation for this series is not as nearly as high as it was for the Reds or the Cardinals or the Nationals or whatever. I think the Cubs can still win the next two, but my expectation is them to at least take one. So let me ask you this, and I'll ask the chat as well. Uh, thanks to everybody that's joined the live chat. We appreciate it. We gotta, you know, after a loss on a Friday, it's a nice day out. I'm not surprised we don't have a 1,000 people in here today, but I am curious <laughs> for those of you that are there, does an 8 nothing loss to the Braves, with the Brewers now playing the Pirates this weekend, does today's blowout loss to the Braves kill the buzz of the series against the Reds and, and the work the Cubs have done since the All-Star break? I mean, I think you're still playing scoreboard watch, so you got hopefully the Brewers and Reds both lose tonight. Um I don't necessarily think so because the schedule is still very favorable. It's not like we're in the last week of September. We're in the beginning of August. The Cubs just won three of four against the Reds. They've won 12, 12 of 16 now. Right? Like, Yeah, I mean, they've, they've they, played really good baseballs. Against some of the teams were garbage really, teams, but now they just played the first, base, first place Reds and turned them into the second place Reds. Right. And again, yes, they played bad teams. But what if they had played bad against those bad teams? You know what I mean? What's that say? Right. Then they sell, and we're sitting here talk, talking about how this franchise took a step back this year, and things are even worse. They played well when they had to play well, so I'm going to give them credit for that. And, yes, the schedule favored them, but don't tell me that they haven't beat good teams this year either. So I, that, I, don't, I don't care about any of that. They had been playing well. I'm intrigued to see how they respond tomorrow, especially because the odds are against them tomorrow. Even if, even though Javier Assad's going to start for them, he just pitched, what, three days ago? He's probably going to be on a pitch count. You're hoping he gives you four innings, and then you're gonna, it's, pro, it's gonna be a bullpen day after that, and you, you hope that he's good enough to keep you in the game those first three, four innings, and hopefully the Cubs offense wakes up tomorrow against Elder. It, that's... To me, the Cubs offense is what's key this entire weekend because they, they again against this Braves offense, they have to somehow some way keep up. Yes. And that's easier said than done. Stay afloat <laughs> against the Braves. Uh, Jack says an NLCS preview, most likely. Everybody said the vibes are still going. Rachel said vibes never die, Stucky. Uh, I, ho- I hope that's what's going on. And maybe uh, Acuna and Riley and... Olsen and some of those guys will go to Lala tonight and forget mm-hmm. to go back to the hotel. Colada yeah. says the freaking White Sox beat Atlanta two out of three. So how great are they? Well, how many times Baseball. have we have? How many times have we seen? Uh, basically, the, the uh, you can name another team. I mean, shit. The, <laughs> like it, it, it's baseball. I, exactly what what Stucky said. Like 
I, I don't – that was the first series out of the All-Star break. They were all – like, they were getting – they're way ahead in their division. They don't. They didn't care about that series. But what have they been doing since that series, though? Like they've been playing pretty well. Any team? It's like the Cubs of last year. Remember when the Cubs of last year swept the Mets in September? A, a Mets team that won. A, I think they won a hundred games last year. They won. They won all six against a Phillies team that somehow went to the World Series. Like baseball doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I do agree with part of the chat. Put the Palatine Pounder back in the lineup. I agree. Put the Palatine Pounder and Nico don't back know, in the lineup. I don't know why they don't want it. They won't let Tachman face lefties on a consistent basis. And the only thing I can come up with is that they still want to give say opportunities against lefties. But even I mean, the entire Cubs lineup was bad today. But Saya still just looks lost up there, man. It, I, it's at a point where you can see it that it's in his head. Like yeah, he's the confidence is down. He had a home run the other day, but it was off a position play, and I was just hoping that maybe that was a, that would at least give him some confidence, like just to see something good happen. And it just hasn't really, you know, it's been a, it's what been two days since that. Like, I don't know. To me, they to me they have to get Talkman in the lineup every day. He's one of the hottest hitters on the team right now. Yeah, I mean, I he definitely has to be back in the lineup tomorrow. Uh, tell you what has to be back in your lineup tonight. Oh, a trip to Sunnyside. Oh yes. Cannabis dispensary. Absolutely. Sunnyside is your home for judgment-free cannabis shopping, a place where all kinds of visitors are welcome to explore, discover, and purchase a wide array of high-quality products. Sunnyside has everything you need to elevate your summer. One-stop shopping for all your cannabis needs. No matter where you are in your cannabis journey, easy online ordering and in-store pickup, great transparent loyalty program called Sunnyside Rewards, it's a sunny side summer Friday. And let me tell you who's made me feel like the summertime today. Not the Atlanta Braves. <laughs> the Cubs did leading up to today. Right all, right all the way up to the third inning. The way the Cubs have played baseball. The way Wrig- Wrigley Field is giving me the sum- sunny side summer Friday vibe. Mm-hmm. Wrigley Field, you could tell, was buzzing today. Wrigley Field the last five days is back to being Wrigley Field. Not just a few scavengers walking around with the seagulls hoping to find a win. Wrigley Field had the, the feel of going to the ballpark, smelling the ballpark, feeling the ballpark, and the excitement of Cubs baseball. So the Cubs have brought back that sunny side summer feeling for me. If I were to choose a player, I would go with Tucker Barnhart. His 41-mile-an-hour <laughs> fastball really just turned. Didn't, 37, it, it didn't he hit a 37 or a 39 at the end there? I believe he was into the 30s. Yeah. No runs. No runs. No runs. What a Career deal. ERA of three, if you were wondering. Tucker Barnhart, a Sunnyside star. Through August, head to Sunnyside shop, sunnyside.shop, and use the code CHGO25 at checkout. You'll get 25% off your total order. One use per customer, not stackable with other promotions. This is... That's not only for new customers. Anybody can use that code. Again, CHGO25. Anybody can use it. Pick up everything you need to elevate your summer. Must be 21 or older or an Illinois MedCar holder. Sunnyside. And after, while you enjoy your Sunnyside tonight, if you think about going to the game tomorrow, maybe you want to go see the Cubs bounce back perhaps, you head to game time. 
right? Game yeah. time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets to all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. I know Corey's going to go see Kendrick at Lala tonight. Uh, is that Kendrick Lamar? Yeah, is Kendrick that the Lamar. Guy's name? Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe use game time to get his ticket. I'm going to look up uh, who's playing tonight. <laughs> With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Uh, As you can see, Luke is on game time right now. He's just browsing on the app because it's easy. It's a very easy app to use to show you all the the views of every seat at Wrigley Field or wherever you're going to whatever event you're going to. Game time is the place for last minute ticket deals. Forget planning months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. The game time guarantee means you always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. It's the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. Get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your email which is a very, very, very important thing for me and I'm sure Luke Stuckmeyer because I know how he is with technology. Snag the tickets without the stress with game time. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code CHGO for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, uh, create an account and redeem with code CHGO for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price guaranteed. Nice. Thanks. Uh, I remember last year around this time we were playing on one of the podcasts. I was quizzing people, is that a Cubs prospect or a... Oh, yeah, I remember that. Lollapalooza <laughs> act. Uh. Junior Mesa? No, that is it's a Lala act. <laughs> it's a Lala act. Yeah. Who's the big Who's the big headliner for Saturday? I'm not really sure. I've I've never cared Odeza? about going to Lala. Isn't Odessa going? Ode- I know Odessa's headlining one day. I just looked at the lineup the other day. Which, by the way, they're selling per day. If you wanted to buy a ticket like yesterday or this morning, it's over $300 per day. Yikes. That's wow. horrible. Yeah, horrible. That's, that's about right. right. That's and why you get after game time. the not even that good. Yeah, yeah even time. on, I don't know. That's, that's all Sunday I Sunday is Red Hot Chili Peppers and Lana Del good. Rey. Yeah, that'd be good. That's the big finish. Yeah, and then Billie Eilish was yesterday, which that I would have gone yesterday. Today's lineup, in my opinion, is not good, and tomorrow's is okay. Billie Eilish is a man or a woman? Woman. Woman, yeah, she uh, she was wearing a Bulls jersey yesterday. Really? Yeah, she was, uh, and she did a bunch of promo stuff with the Bulls uh, mascot. Nice. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Well. Anyway, Anyway. yeah, Corey's going to see uh, Kendrick Lamar tonight. Yeah, get your that get your tickets to uh, Cubs Braves, and then go over this weekend and catch a little Lollapalooza. Yeah, Yeah. Kendrick Lamar is definitely going to be. That would be the only person I would see for today. That would be a good show. So the summer of Mike Talkman, the Palatine Pounder, did not continue today, as Cody likes to say, because he was not in the lineup. We did not see him uh, playing for the Cubs today. Hopefully the Palatine Pounder is back. Robbie agrees with me. Thank you very much. Uh, however, tomorrow we know for a fact that the summer of the ass man will continue. The summer of the ass man. Javier Assad will take the ball. And the start. ass man. And I know I've seen some people in the chat already saying, I don't know about Assad. It could be a rough setup. It depends on which Javier Assad shows up. Is it going to be Javier Eduardo Assad Ramirez, his real name? 
<laughs> or is it going to be the ass man? Let's hope he's the ass man. Because the ass man. in eight appearances, we talked about how great of a July Cody Bellinger had. Mm-hmm. And he did have a great July. And we talked about how bad of a July Marcus Stroman had. Now we know there's you know a little bit of a hip injury going with that. Javier Assad had his own pretty spectacular July, quietly building up innings without runs. 18 and a third innings in July. I have eight appearances, 20 strikeouts, seven hits, and one run. 18 appearances, one run. July 1st, three innings, no runs. July 8th, three innings, no runs. July 14th, two innings, one run. July 20th, four innings, no runs. July 23rd, inning and two-thirds, no runs. July 26th, inning and two-thirds, no runs. July 29th, third of an inning, no runs. And then here's the one I want to focus on. His last outing, July 31st, against the Reds. That was the game the Cubs lost, okay? Yep, the one that Stroman started. He followed up Stroman, and he came in, and that's when we questioned how long, if it's Stroman... If Stroman, we said at the time, if Stroman keeps struggling or if Assad keeps pitching this way, how long before Assad gets a start somewhere in the rotation? Well, here it is. Stroman's hurt. Assad's going to take the spot. But he went three and two-thirds innings after Stroman left that game against the Reds. No runs. Spectacular. The only thing I wanna, that I want to focus on here, though, is Three and two-thirds innings, no runs is great, but he had three walks. Yeah. I, I'm okay with that against the Reds because he got away with it. No runs. He had good enough stuff to strike some guys out, and he had, he had some good fortune as well. Mm-hmm. If you walk three guys against the Braves, you're going to have the same result that you just saw Kyle Hendricks get with or without walks today. Too many good bats to be walking guys tomorrow. So for me, the number one thing you need to see from Javier Assad tomorrow isn't pinpoint break on stuff he needs to keep the ball over the edges of the plate do not walk guys don't give them free bases yeah because if if they hit home runs make sure they're solo home runs i liked what he did against the reds mainly for the fact that he kept the cubs in the game because remember he came in the cubs were down six to nothing or six to one and the cubs didn't complete the comeback but they don't they lost six to five so he kept them in the game he came in did his job um and listen, the Braves lineup is great, but let's, I mean, the Reds lineup has been pretty good all season too. Um, is it Braves level? No, but he did go through a pretty good lineup. The, the Reds put up nine runs uh, the game that the Cubs scored 20. They put up right. six runs the day after, only two last night. So, like, the Reds lineup is, it is pretty good. Um so, yeah, it will be interesting to see how he does against this Braves lineup in a starting form. Uh, he's done this before. I think if he can go four innings, that is a W for the Cubs. Not like That doesn't mean I think the Cubs are going to win because of that. I just think that for the rotation, the setup for the bullpen, that will be everything that you could have asked for Assad if, they, if he gives you four innings tomorrow. Maybe more if he keeps the pitch count low, but I assume he's going to be on like a 65, 70 pitch count because he pitched just, what, Monday, tomorrow, Saturday. Do exactly so. what he did against the, Ray, the Reds, three, four innings, like yeah. you said. The, one, the other thing that he did in that game against uh, the Reds when Stroman was terrible is 
he A, saved the bullpen a little bit, but B, he gave the Cubs a chance to come back and win that game, which yeah. they almost did. Almost. You know, thanks to him, they actually had a chance to win those next three games and go on and sweep. Like, they, they had a shot because of the way he pitched, and that's all I'm asking for tomorrow. Keep the free passes off the base paths. Three right. walks will not cut it in three, three and a half inning or three and a third innings or three and two thirds innings. Can't not a half inning. Uh, three and two thirds innings against a Braves lineup like this. Too many guys can hit home runs, mm. and when you start giving up two run homers, three run homers, it piles up real fast. So uh, a lot of people in the chat asking, "Are you a diehard?" Uh, Barb's actually going with the ass man moniker. Well, we appreciate that. We got three thumbs downs. Come on, man. Three thumbs downs. Only 32 likes, too. We got 99 people watching. Come on now. Mm. We had almost 500 likes the other night. Got to figure it's a couple of those Braves guys on the way out. Probably. Probably. Even though all we've done is say nice things about the Braves because we recognize that they're better than us. I mean, whatever. It's probably naked South. guy because I said he wasn't <laughs> out there anymore. He's probably on his computer now. Yeah. Now, ideally, I, if the Cubs can score early tomorrow, Assad can go, give them four innings, ride the bullpen that's been pretty good for you all season, or at least the last handful of months, maybe they can sneak one out tomorrow. It's going to be tough, though. It's going to be tough. The Godfather. And, and Elder is no joke. Oh, no, he isn't. And, and the, the Godfather, Michael Collada, says, sorry, but we're screwed tomorrow. Now, Collada. I mean, whatever. This is what we talked about before the game, the negative energy going into the game. Now we haven't even started. You brought the negative energy in the pregame mm -hmm. Godfather, and now you're carrying it over into game two of the series. Godfather, one might say we could blame Godfather for the loss because he was, he was putting out the negative energy before the game even started. So. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I don't, don't like it. I'm not saying it, but one might say that that's how it happened. But I just would like to see <laughs> tomorrow when I wake, wake up, I would like to see a lineup that was more consistent with what we saw against the Reds. Absolutely. And I know, I don't get me Nico wrong. Nico will be back in that Nico tomorrow. Horner needs a day off at some point. Yeah. Uh, and if it's got to be against a team, it might as well be against a great team that might beat you anyway. Yeah. And I didn't want let's put it I didn't want him taking a day off against the Reds. It's true. And I don't want him taking off a day against some of those garbage teams where you need you need to take care of business. So Right. It's hard. Thing is is that Nico's just like he he's a guy that this roster, this team can't really afford to give an off day to. And no, because the, the, it has flaws. Yeah. It's, the roster still has flaws. If you win on a day that you give Nico Horner off day, it's a huge win. Might as well be two wins without actually putting in the other win in the win column. But Nico and Dansby are the two guys that have to play every day for this team to have a, a real shot to win game. Now, it didn't matter if Nico was in there today. They lost 8 to nothing because Kyle Hendricks lost it in the fourth inning and they couldn't get anything off Max Freed. But – the, the lineup just looks better with Nico Horner in there, right? And, and obviously, with the way Mike Talkman is hitting, especially against righties, he's got to be in there. So I, that's my ask for tomorrow is that Nico, obviously back in there, but Mike Talkman as well. They, they, those two got to be in there at this point in the season with the way that those guys have – the impact that those two have made, not only offensively but defensively too. I feel bad for Saya. I don't know what happened, man. Uh, 
he just looks lost. Like I said earlier, he just looks lost up there. And they, I, I, again, I haven't given up on him, but we're at, we're at a point where these games really, really matter, and you can't afford to try and fix a guy while also trying to win. You know, got to move on. Right. If you and can't I understand, keep, if you got to keep up. I understand he's making behind. money and all this, but do we care about do we care about winning or not? Like that's just where it's at. I personally think that they should sit Saya for like four or five games. Sit him, let him min- get it mentally clear, and then give him a shot. And that's what I thought they were doing the other day when they sat him. But then they put him back in the lineup the next night. And you know, sure, he had a homer off of a position player. Cool. But he hasn't really done much else since coming back. Uh, since that one off day, I just think we're at, they're at a point where you got to play the guys who are producing right now. And Mike Tauchman's producing, and Nico Horner's been producing for a large majority of the season, especially defensively. And it's, you know, the offense has been there a lot lately too. So. How about a how about a Braves franchise that you're facing right now? I don't think anybody could argue that against the fact that they're the best team in baseball right now, but the fact that they just replaced Freddie Freeman like it. It felt like a slight. It felt a little bit like letting Rizzo go, but the way they have moved on without from that fiasco without missing a beat, it's just well. When you have the A's just handing a guy over, you know, they made a great trade. They got a young guy who has proven to be pretty good at the major league level, and Matt Olson, and now he has some one of the best. He's one of the best hitters in the league, best home run, one of the best home run hitters in the league. So. You see the sign on the live YouTube chat, Shady Rays. Use the code CHGO. Take on the sun with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the weather ahead. Premium polarized shades at an affordable price. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers world-class products that are just as good as any expensive pair we've ever worn. Durable frames, extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures, and that's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they'll send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase them. Together with their customers, Shady Rays is providing much-needed support to nonprofit partners across the U.S. through Shady Rays Impact. From building play sets for pediatric cancer patients to providing young adults with MS, the outdoor adventure of a lifetime, Shady Rays is making an impact in your community and others like it now for years to come. If you don't love your Shady Rays, exchange for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. No risk when you shop. Their team always has your back. And exclusively for our CHGO listeners, pay attention. Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season right now. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use the code CHGO for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try it for yourself. The shade's rated five stars by more than 250,000 people. I got my new pair in the... In the mail, and I'm loving my Shady Rays. You're almost giving off Maverick vibes, but you need a pair of Shady Rays of the Aviators to go. Here's, that would be better. These, these Shady Rays right here say, I'm not worried about one loss to the Braves. There you go. That's what those say. I like those vibes. Uh, I see Craig in the chat says, the Taco Bell Mexican pizza is underrated. 
I agree. You match that with some Goose Island beer, and you're having yourself a Friday night like I'm going to have. Because I'm now thinking about a Taco Bell Mexican pizza with a 312. Oh, speaking of 312, CHO supported by Goose Island Beer Company. CHGO loves Goose Island because that's Chicago's beer since 1988. The old Goose IPA. Six-time medal winner at the Great American Beer Fest. The Tropical Beer Hug, one of Cody's favorites. The 312 yeah. Weed Ale. We have our fridge here at CHGO stocked with 312s. stocked. Full Pocket Pilsner, one of his favorites. Do the old beer bat in after a Cubs win. An everyday beer. And that's what the brewers are drinking. We have uh, a nice takeover coming up. For Cubs baseball against the White Sox on the 16th, we'll be at a Goose Island bar for sure. Uh, grab Ultra Fresh Brewery exclusive beers at Goose Island's original brew house on Clybourne Avenue in Lincoln Park or from their tap room on Fulton Street in Westtown. Goose Island Beer Company, Chicago's Beer. Speaking of Chicago's very own, Chicago's Ryan Herrero awaits at Wrigley Field, patiently waiting for those ad reads. Oh. Patient. Look, at you, you want to talk about... Sunny side, summer Fridays. Look at he had the he had the Hawaiian shirt out, the black and white Hawaiian shirt. Was ready for a warm day at the ballpark. It doesn't look like he's in the bathroom this time. I'm never in a bathroom. (laughs) Where did that get started? The chat. The chat. The chat. The chat always thinks you're in a bathroom. Barb's always concerned that you're in a a commode. Yeah, Barb's Uh, always concerned that I go. Barb doesn't want me to go to the south side without Cody next time, apparently. That's right. (laughs) He needs to protect. I wonder why. Because he's a raging bull. We know. Uh, What did did Kyle Hendricks have to say after the game? Because, Ryan, nine up, nine down, and then that fourth inning was, you know, a disaster, obviously. Yeah, I think uh, one of the things he said is that, you know, after that first three innings, um, they, you know, they noticed that the Braves pretty much took every first pitch. And I think, you know, looking back on it, I'm pretty sure that whole first time through the order, they took every first pitch, um, said that they kind of figured the Braves were going to come out aggressive uh, and come out swinging, tried to maybe counteract that a little bit. And, um, you know, just wasn't able to get the job done that fourth inning. I mean, you saw it, he, I don't think he, you know, uh, some of those balls were obviously hit or did the, it was just better hitting than bad pitching. Um, he missed a few spots for sure. Uh, maybe a, a few too many pitches belt high that the Braves were able to get a barrel off of. But I think it was a lot of like the Braves kind of were less aggressive the first time through the order, let Kyle kind of do his thing. And then, you know, came out and uh, were aggressive. And, you know, they are arguably the best lineup in baseball for a reason. They, in a lot of metrics, they are the best lineup in baseball. Uh, they're a tough team, no matter who who's pitching, right? If it's Kyle, Justin, um, Stroman, whoever it is, like any of those guys are going to have a tough time against this lineup. Just happened to be Kyle today, and uh, you know, like you said you kind of tip your cap to a, a team like that because it's not, yeah, it's hard it's hard to pitch to a lineup like that. So yeah, tip your cap to the Braves. Obviously, the Cubs have to go ahead and flush this one, come back tomorrow, and try to do a better job tomorrow. Yeah. What do we expect out of Assad? We heard Assad has been given the nod. Obviously, we, we figured that out when Wesneski, you know, came into the game today. But he's he's been great in July. Yeah, he's uh, he's been really really good. Uh, he's been I don't have his like July numbers or like this stretch that he's been on, but he's been pretty good and in like multi inning stints a lot of them. Um, he only started one game this year and it didn't go well yeah. for him. So, I have the numbers for you. I don't know if they're correct because fa- don't let the facts get in the way of a good story, Ryan. But eight, eight appearances in July, 
one run, 18 out of third innings, 20 strikeouts, seven hits. I mean, there you go. Yeah. What else he, could he, you ask for? Yeah, I think, uh, like you mentioned, as soon as I think my, I don't, I don't know what Ross like had in mind going into this. I think he obviously hoped Hendricks would have gone more than four innings. Um, so maybe Wesneski was the plan, and then um, just needed to cover some innings. And th- I, I don't, I don't know if he went into today knowing that Assad was going to be the guy or not. Um, but obviously he is, and yeah, he's been a lot better as a reliever it's going to be interesting to see him start against this lineup again right like we talk about kyle or whoever it is like it's a tough lineup i'm intrigued to see what javier Assad does because he has been so good um in that bullpen role and you know a while a little while back david ross kind of said that Assad is felt a little un- undervalued in that role uh the long relief role because obviously they know he can he can be more than that mm-hmm. um so maybe maybe this is somewhat of an audition for him. Can he hop into the into the rotation um, if need be? You know, may, maybe they they can look at it in this way if they so choose. Um, but yeah, Assad's tomorrow big game. Obviously, trying to to knot up the series. Um, you saw what that Atlanta lineup can do. <laughs> they could put up runs and, and hits and and just have a, a massive inning like that pretty quickly. So uh, interesting to see what Assad's able to do tomorrow. He seems to sort of embrace, though, the uh, big spotlight. You think about what those games meant for him pitching for Mexico in the World Baseball Classic, and he was great, unbelievable for Mexico in the World Baseball Classic. Then the regular season starts, and he just wasn't the same guy, but he's been much better now. Like I said, July was a great month, and if he can recapture that same sort of vibe that he had going in July and also that he had in Me- you know in playing for Mexico maybe a big Saturday game against the uh, best team in baseball is exactly what gets you know the juices flowing for a guy like Javier Assad. That's a good point. I hope so. Cuz yeah, what what he did for Mexico specifically against Team USA was mm-hmm. pretty unreal. Yeah, I mean it was, certainly nerves weren't involved, so I don't think he's afraid I don't think he's afraid of going up against a Braves lineup, but that said, this lineup is – who were they saying? Um, J.D. was talking about it in the broadcast. He was talking to somebody about the lineup. They're like, I, I think it was um, Chipper Jones saying that this, this lineup's better than the lineups that we, we, we used to march out. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just – It's lineup really, from one to nine is insane. It's like crazy, they're right? Above, they're all above league average hitters and, like, not – Barely, like Michael Harris, the second is their nine hitter, and he's pretty pretty well above league average, like OPS. I think was it Corey maybe that had sent us something not too long ago. Like this, this is obviously a really good lineup from one through nine. There's no real holes there, um, no matter who's on the mound. So, yeah, it's tough. It it's a it is obviously a championship caliber lineup, like very much so. It's gonna be tough when they it's add Murphy. When they added Murphy in the offseason, it was like, <laughs> you know, like, they, like they need him. Yeah. You know? I can't believe Orlando Arcia has turned into a good player. But other than that, the rest of it, I believe. Uh, Ryan, what was what – was, I know there was a lot of talk, A, from Dans, Dansby before the game about the Braves. Uh, just what did he have to say about getting to face his old team – uh, he didn't leave on bad terms. He just left in free agency. What did he have to say about facing Atlanta this weekend? 
Yeah, I mean, he was he was obviously really excited. I forgot how he did today. It was over four today. Um, you know, he talked he talked about Freed and, and facing him, and um, he was excited excited to see you know former teammates, guys that he was teammates with last season, as recently as last season. Um, he did mention that you know it's great and all, but then as soon as the game starts, like the competitive juices are going to be flowing. Um, I don't want to say you couldn't tell because obviously Danby Swanson wants to win every game, but it's just like, it's tough, right? He had a tough time. Max Fried's a really good pitcher. Um, David Ross was very complimentary of what Max Fried did on, on the mound today. He said, um, Fried is an ace pitching like an ace tonight, uh, today. Um, but for Dansby, you know, yeah, he's, he didn't leave Atlanta on bad terms. Um, just kind of talked about how much thought and prayer he put into the decision, um, that he made this off season. Um, yeah, was was excited obviously to face Atlanta. It's not the same as going back to Atlanta. You know, I think that would be maybe a little bit more emotional for him going back to to Atlanta and then playing at his former ballpark. But uh, yeah, seeing the guys across the way, right? First time he's playing the Braves in his major league career. Um, you know, f- facing former teammates on the mound uh, in, 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 around the field. Yeah, it's a a cool story. But I I think for Dansby, it's like he. That doesn't matter because at the end, like when the game starts, it's like that's just another team that he's trying to beat, right? So you'll come in, you go in there, catch up with his guys, say say hi, whatever. But then as soon as the ball is thrown the first time, like he's he's trying to win that game. Uh, did we have an up? There wasn't an update or anything on Talkman. Was there any talk of him not being in line? I know Nico obviously was a day off because he just hasn't had one. But I just felt like. Now that the game has played out, in in hindsight, I look back and say, wow, they missed the spark of both those guys. Um, yeah, well, Nico was just a day off. I think either either all or at least a majority of the days he's had off this season were because he was on the IL. Like, he hasn't yeah. really had a day off. And, you know, guys need a day off, right? Guys don't really play yeah. one two anymore. Um, for Talkman, there was no there was no talk about – I mean, there was a lefty on the mound. You know, Saya's got to play – uh, this is maybe a spot that they want to try to get wisdom in there, you know, playing first base against a lefty uh, or playing first base and also hitting against a lefty. Um, yeah, I think it was just kind of uh, the matchup. And I don't know, maybe does he provide a, a spark talkman if he's in there? We'll never know. But we also saw how well the Braves pitched today against them. Four hits for the entire lineup. Like, I don't think Talkman saves the lineup today. Maybe provides a spark, gets them a run or something. But, um, you know, in hindsight, the, the lineup, whatever Ross did with the lineup, like the Braves were coming out looking like the better team. Oh, Max Free didn't look rusty, that's for sure. But the summer <laughs> yeah. Mike Talkman cannot be denied. No, nope. even Nothing. Ryan confirmed it last night. Ryan confirmed the, the Talkman it. Talkman jersey, that was the first Talkman jersey that I've seen in the wild. It was, it was right in front of me. I'm like, all right, it must really be the summer of Mike Talkman. Credit to me. Uh, and I've seen some people in the chat now today saying they're going to the ballpark. I think Fernando was one of them. Hey, wear your CHGO gear. Yeah. And when you get it and you wear it, take a shot, tweet it out to us. Yeah. So we can retweet it for you. Go to the CHGO uh, locker it as X right now. It now. Got a lot of shirts out there. We got a new one. Emote Sweet Emotion. Mm-hmm. One to check out. Uh, That's a good one. This, I, I always like this one, the script, the old yeah, bull script one. The flag. Yeah. Bull script. Um, Shout out to Matthew Gregory who uh, bought our shirt. He confirmed it with us this morning. Sweet emotion, yeah. Sweet he emotion one. Yeah. Ryan, now, what else? Can, anything else? Any nuggets you got to tell us before you go? We know you have a luau to get to before the end of this thing. Um, I, I, I want to like 
we didn't have a show yesterday, obviously, so wasn't able to yeah. bring that up. But like, and Morale didn't play today, so it's not like he factor. Or he did, but he wasn't in the starting lineup, uh, so he didn't factor in a whole lot. But uh, I think one thing we haven't really talked about much is like the plate discipline that like Morrell has developed recently or like this season mm-hmm. david ross talked yesterday a lot about like the walks he's been taking and then he he, he talked about that pregame and then morale goes out and um takes a uh takes a big time walk i don't remember if it was a game tying run at some point yesterday that that one inning against the reds uh and taking that game time walk um and so yeah so it's not specifically about this game but i think um i want to see how morale does this series Against against a really good team, obviously up and down, really good team, uh, and see where that like discipline and that plate approach that, that's constantly improving. See where that kind of takes him this series. This is sort of just like a, a litmus test in a way for the whole team. Like you're facing the best team in the majors, how do you match up with them? Uh, it is a, t- a good test, a really good test for the entire team. Like a young guy like Morrell who's having a really good season. Um, how does he fare against the best? that baseball has to offer. I'm curious to see how that goes. Very good. I mean, I agree. He's, uh, he's definitely made strides at the plate this season, and I, I said think it he's on, made strides defensively, too. I said on our postgame show with Corey the other night that he's got a – he has so much Javi Baez in him, but the one thing that he has that's better than Javi Baez that I think you can see is the plate discipline. Yes, he still strikes out 30% of the time, but – he also will take a walk, and that's something that Javi Baez, we would joke about, was like a yeah. massive like surprise if that would happen. I, Morel, I think he's still a little bit below league average in terms of walk rate, but I do think we've seen him take more walks than uh, just based on what we've seen with our eyes. We've seen him take a lot more walks than when we ever really have with Javi Baez. So if he can do that, while also continue to hit with power and work counts and, you know, maybe, just maybe cut the strikeout rate a little bit, then you got yourself an all-star caliber player one day. Who you got's coming up in just a second. A uh, quick super chat from Grapefruit. Grapefruit? Yeah, saying uh, Shohei Senga from Pacific League with IT company owners loving Sabermetrics, Fukudome, Seiya, Sugo are from Central League owned by old newspaper companies. Mm. Uh, so that no. explains everything on why Seiya has struggled for two months, guys. Baseball Junkie with another super chat for today. That's the second one today. This one, 10 bucks. This is my first summer following CHGO Cubs. Just want to thank you guys for making me feel like family and so appreciated. Thank you for valuing us every day. Blue collar fans, the way you guys love the way you guys do it. Blue thank collar, you. Hard hat, lunch pail, guys. Baseball Junkie, Appreciate we love you, man. That. We love all the people in the chat, super chat or not. We love everybody that's joined us, and you know, pretty good crew after a tough loss. Yeah, it, I mean, you get shut out and pounded like you did today. It kills the buzz a little bit, but everybody in the chat said no. Yeah, they're not giving up hope. No, all right, Ryan, who you got? Actually, oh yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say, I actually, I actually don't think like that. That last little part, I don't think this really kills the buzz. You know, I think no. The chat, yeah, the I chat had, told me it doesn't. Yeah, I think if they had split that series against the Reds, maybe. You're not feeling great, but like, I think you go into this year, this week, you felt good about a, a three and four homestand against you know the first place team in your division and the best team in baseball. They got three of those wins against the Reds, right? And like, they don't want to get swept by the Braves, but like, t- dropping this one again to a really good team, best lineup in baseball. Like, I don't, 
I don't think it kills the buzz because before the trade deadline, every game's under a microscope. Every game, maybe the players themselves are like talking about not feeling the pressure, but like the fan base certainly is. Now you have you lose a game against the Braves, you get you get stomped by the Braves. Sure, it sucks, but now you got two months, right? You're not you're not looking at the trade deadline and saying we got only got a few games left to go. Like your Cubs fans can can sit back and know they got two months. Hopefully, obviously, the Cubs can pick up at least a win against the Braves and see what they do the rest of the way. But like you're not looking at a trade deadline anymore and and, and potentially waving the white flag. You still got two months of baseball to play. I think that's a good thing and. Uh, yeah. Just keeping that perspective, right? Like, I don't think this loss really kills the buzz, in my oh. opinion. To me, the Cubs need to win one game this weekend. That's that's. I think that'd be that's, satisfactory. I think I would be okay. If you're realistic. If they, like, I would suck to lose the series and end the homestand like with a little bit of a on a downer. But yeah, this Braves. This is. I know they won eight. The to Pirates zero, could do but, you some favors. Yeah, sure. Pirates could do you a favor. I I just think that the. This Braves team is – they're way better than what we saw from the Rays or the Orioles or even the Dodgers in some aspects. Like, so it's – we'll see. I, 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 I hope I'm wrong, but I will take one win this weekend. I'll be, I'll be content going with the Mets and the Blue Jays next week on the road. I'd be – I'd feel pretty good going into next week if, if they, they at least win one this weekend. Uh, all right, let's get to who you got. And uh, I had Dansby Swanson, so I know I didn't win. I had Seiya, which I'm being told because say he was in the Central League in Japan that the Cubs should have never paid him, even though he was really good last year. But Ryan you know, tried taking Dansby. He tried mm-hmm. taking uh, Seiya. He ended up with Jamer. Jamer. And Brandon. I guess Corey wins because Bellinger had two hits. Yeah. Two of the, what, four hits? Did they yeah. end up with four hits? Is that right? We had four hits. Four hits. Bellinger had two of them. Belly had two of them. I would say that's a pretty easy decision for us on who you got this time around. Uh, one more quick question. I do want to ask you about Shady Rays, if you're going to be mm. wearing them this weekend, because I assume you are. Ryan, are, Barb wants to know if you're going to Lollapalooza, and if you are going, might you wear your Shady Rays? If I were going to Lollapalooza, I totally would be waiting, wearing my Shady Rays. Right. I actually had my Shady Rays on earlier on the, on the field pregame. Just kind of hanging out, showing off, you know, people are looking at me like, wow, those, those sunglasses are really cool. And I'm like, you know what? Go to Shady Rays. Yeah. Well, R- Cody had him on earlier and we couldn't figure out why. And then we realized that underneath Naked Guy, there's now Bikini Girl across the way on a, on a, yeah. on a deck. And we, uh, I was going to go. He wasn't looking, but he was looking. I was going to go say sup, but then I remembered we have a show to do. A show. Again, big of Unlike me to come on the Unlike the show that he was late show. for. He, he was I here on time. We'll, we'll see if I change my mind after the show. All right, tell us about Shady Maybe I'll have to put my Shady Rays on tell so us about I can, Shady hi- Ray, I can Shady. hide my nervous face. Take on the sun with gear <laughs> built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades for at an affordable price. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair. We've worn durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. That's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase. Together with their customers, 
Shady Rays is providing much-needed support to nonprofit partners across the U.S. through Shady Rays Impact, from building playsets for pediatric cancer patients to providing young adults with MS, the outdoor adventure of a lifetime. Shady Rays is making an impact in your community and others like it now and for years to come. If you don't love your Shady Rays, exchange for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop. Their team always has your back exclusively for everyone in the chat and anyone listening. Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use code CHGO for 50% off. Two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. What if Bikini Girl actually turned out to be Barb in the chat? <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? That would be uh, a wild turn of events considering she told us she was events. 83, but uh, I don't know. Ryan, uh, quickly, quickly tell us what you have for us coming up at allchgo.com. Uh, you know, we got we got a few things in the works. Um, talking, like I mentioned, the morale and, and his, his maturity at the plate. Um, maybe something coming on there. Uh, a little bit of, on Cody Bellinger. And, and uh, you know, the pitch doctor is, is sending me some pitching questions, too to be asking the pitching coaches oh. about so we got we got things in the works we got a lot of content the cubs are on a roll right now the people want the content so we got we got some good stuff coming cranking it out all right uh, make out. sure you sign up to be a diehard at allchgo.com you get discounts and you get all the access to ryan's great articles and barb says yes she is indeed 83 thanks for checking out the chgo she- cubs post game show podcast yeah she asked if we're on tomorrow or earlier, and I just want to say that we are not. We are not on tomorrow. Brendan and Corey will be here, however, on Sunday. And Matthew, yes, this was live. Soon it will not be live. <laughs> Eight nothing, Braves. Thanks for checking out the CHGO Cubs podcast. Thanks for checking out the live chat. We'll see you next time. Until then, fly the W.